And that right there is essentially what makes masculine energy so alluring to feminine energy. Alright, so I was about to sit down and film a video that I had planned out some content for you guys, but right as I was about to film, I got a text from one of my private clients um, about an update of a situation that he has going on, and I instantly found myself kind of debating what I wanted to respond with to myself. So I was like, why don't I just talk it out on camera and give some value for you guys? So to give you a little backstory on this situation, because I know a lot of you guys are gonna be able to relate to this, I know I certainly can. Um, so on this situation, this guy, he moved across the country, just kind of wanted to start over, my client, and uh, he invited this girl, and before moving across the country, he was telling this girl that he used to date, and now he was just friends with. So this is an ex-girlfriend, that he had just become gone on to be like friends casually as he was off dating doing his own thing living his own life and he was telling her as they were catching up yeah I'm thinking about moving across country and then this girl said something like oh can I come with and so now they're not dating but obviously he's like oh you want to come across the country hell yeah let's just start over and so it's kind of this gray area they didn't really know um, where it was and as far as like between them other than we just kind of left off and we're still friends. And so it was kind of up in the air on what they wanted to do. And so last time I talked to him, I had recommended, dude, just like treat it as if she's your roommate and literally just enjoy yourself. You wanted to go out there, you went out there for you, do you out there, because you were gonna have her regardless, right? And so um, when he texted me, uh, he basically said an update of like, yo, she's thinking about seeing other people and she's a mention that she might want to bring some guys over so they can do the dirty, dirty, nasty, nasty, you know what I'm saying? And uh, so he was like, what do I do? Help, help please. And so this is a very interesting situation, kind of a unique situation, but uh, I thought it was um, something that a lot of guys can relate to if you guys have ever felt like you liked a girl and it was kind of up in the air. You didn't know if you were dating her. You didn't know if you were guys were just friends. But maybe you had some feelings there. And maybe you had that underlying connection where you really wanted to explore and see if there was something that could have potentially come of this. Dude, we all have women like that in our lives. Um, but it's very interesting because not every day do we move across the country and become roommates with this person. And so... Uh, if I were in that situation and kind of what I recommended to him, I was like, listen, you have to be the one who's, you have to be the train who's leaving the station. You never want to be the train who says, hey, I'm here and I'm waiting for you and I'm ready for you. So whenever you want to hop on this train, then we can ride off into the night and enjoy our lives together. Life just doesn't really seem to work like that. And so I said, you don't want to be the train who's waiting for her. And I've made this analogy before in previous videos, but it really applies to a lot of different areas. And in this situation, Situation, you definitely want to be the train who's leaving the station so regardless of what you are doing as a man right whatever your purpose is you have to make that your number one priority so when your focus is always over here focusing on your path on your purpose what are you building in your life what skill are you trying to improve what are you trying to become the best at and if you don't know the answer to that then that is your next action step is figure that out because when you have a mission a purpose in your life then you kind of dedicate 
all your time, focus, and energy to that one thing. And that right there is essentially what makes masculine energy so alluring to feminine energy. So when I'm talking masculine, feminine energy, uh, because we're in 2020 and a lot of you people on the internet like to be gender neutral, I gotta say feminine energy, masculine energy, because yes, there can be men who have a more feminine energy and women who have a more masculine energy. And what you'll find is the same patterns, but it's really dependent on what kind of energy does this person give off. And so masculine energy is very logically driven, very purpose driven. And so when you can focus your time mission and energy and all that into your mission, your path in life, right? Then your woman will always know that she will always be your number two in comparison to your path, your purpose in your life. And because of that, because she can't always quite have you, you will always be something that she has to constantly strive for and work for and have to keep up to your standards for your life if she wants to stay in your life. And so right here in this situation, it's a very good example, almost like um, you know a Pokemon match where it's like, so when you look at it from a bird's eye point of view, it's very easy to see that for my private client, what you need to do is really just focus on your path and on your purpose and not be emotionally affected by whatever the feminine energy chooses to do. So if you guys are not dating and you like this girl and you want to be dating this girl, then the way I see it is you have one of two options. One, you can be like, hey, I really wanna date you, or two, you can stay in this gray area, right? And if you make, if you go with one, which is what I would consider being more direct with your intentions, then you're gonna not have this gray area of what do I do next, what is she thinking, what am I thinking? So I like to lay all my cards out um, not on, not literally like on the table, like confessing my feelings, but oftentimes when, if I'm approaching a girl, if I'm on a date with a girl, you know fucking damn well that we are on a date. You know damn well that I'm talking to you because I'm sexually interested in you. And that's called just making your intent known. And there's more direct ways to do this by telling her. Um, and that's a whole other topic for a whole other video. And there's more indirect ways by your subcommunications, by the way I hold eye contact with you, by the way I tease you, by the way I push you away. And when I say you, I'm not talking to you, the viewer, I'm talking to you, the imaginary female in front of me. So. Um, you can make your intent known, and what I would say right now is there's this gray area because nobody's verbally saying, hey, what the fuck is going on here? I'm moving across the country, you moved across, you wanted to start over too, are we starting over together? We're going back to being boyfriend, girlfriend, or are we just friends? And so I know uh, in this situation, they kinda had this where they wanted to stay friends, and so I was like, dude, that means just fucking do that and start going out on dates with other women, meet other women, get on Tinder, get on Bumble, go approach other girls. Now obviously, the quarantine hit, but that's why you got to always be having different avenues of meeting women. So that way when it's not really socially acceptable for you to be bouncing from girl to girl, approaching different women in your city, you are able to still keep your pipeline full. That's a sales term. Pipeline full is I still got numbers in my phone that I can text, right? So if you don't have that luxury, then yeah, Go download an app, download a fucking Bumble or some shit like that, and literally start figuring that shit out. And so um, I'm going in a bunch of different directions with this, but let's get back on topic with this. All right, so if you've ever experienced having a girl that you had this gray area with and you didn't really quite know how to react, then one, 
figure out how you can make your intentions known uh, more clearly um, up front so that way there is no gray area. And oftentimes, if you ever struggle with getting friend zone, for me, I found out that when I started creating tension early on in the conversation, sparking that attraction, the friend zone got eliminated. I never got friend zone again because at that point, because you're starting the, the interaction, the um, like when you first meet her or when you meet her again after a few years of not having seen her, when you started off with some tension and you kind of show her those nonverbal communication that is implying this is a man to woman interaction, I am sexually interested in you and I'm flirting with you. I'm seeing if there's any chemistry here. That's the whole point of, of everything we teach is being able to explore that chemistry, right? And oftentimes, the guys who struggle with the friend zone or the guys who struggle with this weird gray area is because you're not doing a good job of making exactly what your intentions are known. And so for my private client, I just know from my conversations with him, if I had to guess, and if I were talking to him on the phone right now, I would probably say that he is doing a good job of non-verbally kind of making his intentions known, but when they decided, hey, let's go and be friends, right? And let's continue to just see other people even though we are kind of roommates right now. Um, you gotta just happily and willingly do that because if, if she goes out and starts doing what you guys said you were gonna do and you go out and start doing what you guys said you were gonna do, but then she actually does it and it hurts you emotionally and she knows it hurts you emotionally, then what she knows is that you're reacting to her. And going back to the masculine feminine energy conversation, masculine energy, the more dominant energy, um, it doesn't really matter who's more dominant, right? But you can always tell who has the stronger, uh, more dominant frame by the one who's getting the other person to be reacting to them, if that makes sense. So the more dominant frame is the one that the other frame is reacting to, all right? So in this situation, if you react to her, uh, you guys coming to an agreement, verbally and non-verbally, you guys go your separate ways, even though you're roommates, and she starts hooking up with other guys, like, she, like you said, oh, okay, then I can go hook up with other girls too, then if she sees that you got emotional, then you literally reacted emotionally to her actions, right? And so if there's one thing that we've talked about in any of the videos on this channel where we talk about passing a woman's shit test, when a woman gives you a shit test, you fail the moment you start emotionally reacting to her, and especially if that emotional reaction is a negative emotion, like sadness, jealousy, envy, you know, any of those emotions that don't really add any value to your life. Like, think about it. Of all the deadly sins, envy, and like just self-indulgence, like none of those actually pay off. It's not even fun to be envious or jealous of someone else, right? So fuck it, wife. Why allow yourself to feel the feeling of envy or just like sadness because this one girl may or may not be into you? The way I see it, no matter what your goal is in your dating life, guys, I really want you at the end of the day to understand that my only goal is to give you the tools and the knowledge to be able to create your own dating life by design, right? And so for me, the dating life that I wanted to create for myself was I wanted to go out, I wanted to get experience, I wanted to play the field, I wanted to know what I did and didn't like, not because I thought about it and brainstormed it on paper, but because I fucking experienced it and I go, oh, I don't like girls like that, or oh, I love when a girl does that, and these are non, physical things. Obviously, I know what I'm physically attracted to, but if you don't have much experience with women, you have no idea what it's like to hang out with a bunch of different types of women, some who you do vibe with, some who you don't, until you go out and actually figuratively touch the hot stove, right? And so, 
Um, what I would say is if you've ever struggled with this, go out and get a, that, that experience. But like I said, for me, I wanted to get that experience so I could know what I did and didn't like. That way I could choose the woman that I wanted to go deeper with, to form a longer term relationship with and not one of these surface level relationships where you don't really bond or connect with each other on that emotional level and really get to know them as a person um, and having a lot of one night stands. You don't really get that with those a lot of just shallow relationships, shallow dating um, in your life, even though it's fun. And so when I finally did find a woman that I wanted to go deeper with, I told myself I wanted to be able to choose her from abundance rather than scarcity because my strategy before this, before I became a dating coach, before when I was a 21-year-old virgin getting friendzoned by every other girl that I ever fucking liked and it seemed like I was never even meeting girls that I even had any chemistry with very often, back in that phase of my life for the first 21 years of my life, before I got into dating advice, my number one problem was that I was in scarcity with women. I didn't know how to meet women. I didn't know how to talk to women. I didn't. I knew how to talk to women. I knew how to hold a conversation, but I didn't know how to make my intentions known. I didn't know how to let her know, hey, I'm romantically and sexually and physically interested in all of that, so bring it over here. But because I didn't know how to do that, Oftentimes, in my interactions with women, there would be these blurred gray areas. Maybe we had a vibe, maybe we didn't, but gray area is not enough for a woman because she has so many options. Unfortunately, we live in a world in 2020 where women, if they want dick, they can get dick. All they have to do is download Tinder and swipe right because every fucking dude swipes right on every girl. We all know you've done it. We all know you've done it. And so, um, all these girls, they essentially live in abundance if they are remotely good looking or attractive, right? Even if they're not, there's a lot of guys who will still be willing to get with that, right? And so um, understand that it's just the way society frames the interaction. So her frame is I'm in abundance, I'm in abundance. So whether if you're in the gray area and then the next guy she meets is not in the gray area and she actually does have a little bit of a vibe with her because he knows how to consciously create that that vibe, then uh, she's going to go to him because there's less gray area. It's less uncertainty. People don't like uncertainty, right? The reason why people fear death is because we are uncertain about what happens after death. So if you want to stop struggling, be more certain in what you want and make, make it so it's more clear that you are here for XYZ reason, right? In this situation, the only reason we're here in the first place is because the intentions are not very clear. Right, And so this is a whole other discussion that we can get into. Like I said, I'm trying to get more into the longer form content because I, like, you guys know more than anything that I go on side tangents after side tangents and the reason why that is is because there's so many fucking parallels and, and lessons that go into understanding what to do in your dating life. And I'm not saying it's impossible, but you just gotta go out and start taking action because that's how you really learn the fastest. How am I able to tell you what to do from experience? Yes, I've done the academic research. Yes, I've coached a lot of people, but I've also taken massive action in my dating life. I've, I've experienced similar situations and that's where you really learn and hone in on the fundamentals, okay? And so, create more certainty. Now, I don't want that to be your free reign to go out and start confessing your love to women if there's already gray area with her. I think the moral of the story is that you have to create that vibe from the start so the context is known, 
right? If I approach a girl in a bar and it's we're not in social social distancing quarantines and bars are actually open, when I approach a girl in the bar, there's no way I'm ever going home with her, ever getting her on a date or ever getting her phone number unless she knows that this is for XYZ reason. And if you are if she is unclear that you are interested in her when you get her phone number, and you don't say, hey, we're exchanging numbers so we can see each other again and get to know each other on a date, and that context is not very well understood between both of you guys, then it's too gray area for her, and you're just gonna fade off into the distance. You're just gonna be another guy that she gave her number to. And like I said, if she meets another dude right after that and he's a little bit more certain in his actions, he's a little bit better at creating that chemistry on command in that conversation and the intentions are more clear on both parties, you're just gonna lose out by default. So, like I said, we've been talking in a lot of different directions with this, but if you don't already have my book, 107 Proven Ways to Get the Girl, obviously this one has a lot of wrinkles because we have gone through this so many times and I've been using this one for every video I've made. But if you don't already have this book, this is gonna teach you 107 Proven ways to spark that vibe in conversation with women exactly in the ways that we've been talking about. And so, yes, I teach you a few of these different proven ways on how to get out of the friend zone. I specifically remember uh, uh, recommend the chapter on creating negative space in here for that. But at the end of the day, create more abundance so you don't have to worry about if one girl doesn't really like you or not. When you have abundance, you don't have to worry about the friend zone. You don't have to worry about a girl not texting you back because if she doesn't text you back, it creates more time for you to actually go back to focusing on your path, on your purpose, and your mission as a man, and secondly, all the other options who are also in your pipeline. Like I said, get your pipeline full so you have women, you have numbers to be texting even in times when this girl fades off into the distance, doesn't text you back for some reason, or decides that she doesn't wanna keep dating you, you say fuck it, and then you choose another girl from a place of abundance. That's all I really want for you, and this tool, this book will give you the tools to do that. I recommend reading this, diving through this as soon as you can. It's free, just pay shipping and handling. Go to the website in the link in the description below this box or uh, with the, the thing that we put on the screen. You know what I'm saying. Uh, it's been a while since I made these videos, as you can tell. Anyways, I'm gonna get out of here. Hopefully you guys got some value out of this. Sorry for taking this video everywhere, but I think this just goes to show that where we're going for the longer form content is really the right direction to go because a lot of these topics really do deserve a full conversation about it, and I'm really, really looking forward to getting this, this room set up as a studio for you guys to see that type of content. Real quick before I sign off, um, I wanna show you guys, just as a reward for all the guys who haven't already clicked away, um, kind of what my desk looks like right now because in one day, we have a brand new desk that's gonna get here. We, it literally got shipped from Europe. I'm so excited for this desk to get here because it'll be step one to getting this room turned into an actual like media studio where I can do like podcast interviews and stuff. So this desk is not even a fucking desk. That's the cool part about this desk. It's not even a fucking desk. It's a standing desk that's supposed to go on top of a countertop, but I really put it on top of these IKEA tables. And so we're gonna get a bed, an actual desk in here. Um, but either way, guys, excited for the new direction we're going. Expect more regular content from me. Peace out.